Okay, good stuff. Yashikaya for those listening live. Today we're going to do yesterday's shear of Friday and today's of Shabbos. So going back to Thursday, and I know Thursday's got a little messed up, so I hope between the two tapes, the, the two audio recordings, you got the whole thing. And the first one basically was the introduction, and the second one was the shear. So what happened yesterday? So yesterday we were discussing what does this mean that the mitzvahs are the limbs? In other words, we said, and I will excuse myself to once again give a little introduction in case you didn't listen to both recordings, this chapter is showing us the intensity of our connection to Hashem, or more correctly, the potential intensity. I could make it this close. I could be this attached to Hashem. Because if I understand how potentially close I could be, the fear of separation is for real. So in this chapter, first we focus on mitzvahs and how enormously one you are Hashem with mitzvahs. And then we show how even more you're that close to an unbelievable degree when you learn Torah. I was thinking that this morning as it sometimes strikes me when I'm mentally awake, when I say brachas, an entire page of brachas is about Taira. An entire page. Taira is the gift of our connection with Hashem. But first in this paragraph we focus on mitzvahs, and then we focus on Taira. So we first quoted from the Zohar, and the Zohar in one place says, and Nevis are absolutely one. In another place it says, the mitzvahs are the limbs of the king. So we're first focusing on the mitzvahs, and then we're going to discuss, not today, Torah. What we said on Thursday is the concept of a mitzvah being a limb is that in the limb, your inner will is expressed. When one does a mitzvah, Hashem's ratzon pnimi is expressed, and this ratzon pnimi shines through all of creation. Because if Atsilus, Bria, Yetzirah, Asiya were not in place, you couldn't be on planet Earth doing a mitzvah. So normally all of creation, from Tzimtzum HaRishon through Elam HaZagashmi, is getting its hash from Ratzim Chitzayni. It exists for a purpose, the purpose being that a Jew should do a mitzvah. And now when that purpose is actualized and the Jew does the mitzvah, ah, this is the Ratzim Pnimi, this is the real thing, and this real thing pierces through all of creation and most directly to you. Yesterday, the Rebbe said, that's why we call mitzvahs Ezrei Demelka. Because the limb of a person, now this is the relationship we're going to say throughout this chapter, is nullified to and expressive of. Everything we're going to discuss, and we're going to have four levels of nullified to and expressive of, between whatever the thing is and the Ratzon Ha'elyon, Hashem's supernal will, which is expressed through Torah Mitzvah. So here we're talking about, in the muscle, your body parts to you. Your body, your limb, your fingers, are nullified to you and are expressive of you. Which means, as soon as you want to do something, your, your hand does it. Because your hand is nullified to your will. There's not an independent thing going on here. And your hand is expressive of your will, automatically. 
So there's no delay time where your hand considers should it or should it not do this desire of you. It's automatic. It's an immediate consequence. The, the neurological impulses are so fast, we don't even realize. Immediately. Notify to and expressive of your will, and moves. That's the idea of the mitzvah. The action of the mitzvah and the fulfillment of the mitzvah is as nullified to and expressive of the will of Hashem like a body is nullified to and expressive of the neshama. So this is a level of muscle and nimshal. We are going to have three. This is the middle level. So it could be a little confusing, but I'll try to say it slowly. In this parak, we are going to discuss three levels of mishalim for the nullified to and expressive of, meaning, not to confuse you, we just said mitzvahs are compared to the limbs of a person, that just as the limbs are nullified to and expressive of the person, so is the mitzvah to the Eivishter. Okay, that was one nullified to and expressive of. But that was just a springboard for us understanding of the mitzvah. Now we're going to use that concept directly vis-a-vis the Ratzah HaElyon. And if I'm looking at the mitzvah and her relationship to the Ratzah HaElyon, there are three potential levels of the intensity of nullified to and expressive of the Ratzah HaElyon. And I'm beginning, a little confusing perhaps, with the middle level. In the muscle of the middle level, we're looking at the relationship between a body to a soul. A body and a soul, neither could exist without the other. A body without a soul is dead. And a soul without a body is dysfunctional in this physical world. I mean, a floating soul is nothing in this world without a body. She's a spiritual entity in a physical world. So for either to exist, there needs to be the fusion. So here you have two things that initially are completely separate. Body is a piece of, of, of clay, of earth. A soul is a piece of godliness. But for either one to exist in a functional way in this world, they have to be completely fused. So that's a pretty intense oneness. Neither exists on any level in the physical world without the other. That is the degree of oneness the mitzvah has, the action and fulfillment of the mitzvah with the Ratzon HaElyon. What do you mean by the action and fulfillment? The action of the mitzvah is when you do the mitzvah. The fulfillment of the mitzvah is as long as the mitzvah lasts. So if you light your Shabbos candles, from the second you light those candles, the action of the mitzvah, until those candles finish burning out the fulfillment of the mitzvah, and maybe you bought extra long candles or you put a lot of oil and it burns for a long time, that mitzvah is existent. And there's that bond between the mitzvah and the Ratzon HaElyon, as close as the body is to the soul. You could take a mitzvah that lasts longer. You could take bris milah. So when the child is eight days old, the action of the mitzvah is done, and that fulfillment exists as long as the person is alive. And that degree of connection of that mitzvah of milah to the Ratzon HaElyon is as close as body to soul. Not only is the mitzvah herself connected to that degree, also the garment of Misa of the neshama that's doing the mitzvah 
Meaning, when you do a mitzvah action, your neshama is expressed in her levush, kaya hamaisa. When you do a mitzvah of speech, the neshama is expressed in the levush, hadibor. When you do a mitzvah of thought, the neshama is expressed in the levush, machshava. Maisa is the lowest of the three. The reason we're separating Maisa here from Machshav and Dibor is that there is a situation where Machshav and Dibor could be even higher. But in most situations, they're not. So just to understand this simply, anytime, basically, you do a mitzvah with whatever garment you're doing the mitzvah with, you're Neshama. And that Uvush, Machshav, Dibor, Maisa, and the mitzvah herself, all three of those things are as close to Hashem, as nullified to Hashem, and as expressive of Hashem, as a body is close to the soul, as a body is nullified to the soul, as a body is expressive of the soul. So, for example, if you were visiting someone who's sick, you use your power of action to get there, you use your power of speech, to talk to the person. You're using your power of thought to think what's appropriate to say and what's not appropriate to say and how to say it. So the mitzvah, Bikar Chaylam, the neshama, the levush of maisa, dibra, machshava, all that were utilized in this mitzvah, all of them are as batel to the Ratzon HaElyon and as expressive of the Ratzon HaElyon, as one with the Ratzon HaElyon, as a body is batel to and expressive of and one with the soul. Pretty, pretty, pretty strong. But not only that. Also, the limb you're doing the mitzvah with. Meaning, here we're saying you're doing bigger halim, and let's just make it simple. You're right now talking to the person. So your mouth, your tongue, your lips, your palate, your larynx, it's all involved in the talking. All those body parts are also part of the mitzvah. But... They're not as close as your neshama and her levushim are. Because your neshama and her levushim are spiritual entities. So they can get closer because they're spiritual. Your tongue is a physical entity. So that physicality makes it a little less close, but it's still pretty close. How close is it? It's as close as the rider is to the chariot. Or the driver is to the car. Meaning, this is from the Zaya, of course, this metaphor for Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov's relationship to Hashem. And they were like the Merkava to the Abishter's will. Meaning, how... I really I said it backwards. I should have said Merkava to Ryder. Sorry, I said it backwards. Meaning, where did Avram go? Exactly where Hashem wanted him to. Just as your car does not choose the destination but is driven by a rider. Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, every thought they thought, every word they said, every action they did for all of their years on this world, every single second, was completely an expression of nullification to and expressive of the Ratanalyon. All their moments of life, with every limb of their body, it was all Merkava to Reichev. Hashem the Reichev, they're the Merkava, every single second of their existence with every body part of theirs. We are not on this level. But for us, every time we're in the act of a mitzvah, every body part engaged in the mitzvah has that relationship of Merkava to Reichiv. 
where the Makava, the Avishir Sadrach. So, to put this in our situation, right now I am giving tzedakah. My hand, except the coin, puts it in the pushka. There's a mitzvah happening here, the mitzvah tzedakah. That mitzvah is as close to the Ratzon Ha'elyon, as nullified to the Ratzon Ha'elyon, as expressive of the Ratzon Ha'elyon, as a body is to a soul. As is my neshama, as is my levusha ma'isah. And how I am thinking as I give it, so my levusha ma'ashav as well. I might even be saying something, as is my levusha deeper as well. But now, let's talk about my body parts. My hand that picked up the coin. My mouth that said, my brain cells that thought of tzedaka as something Hashem wants and something that's going to bring Mashiach. What about those body parts? Right now, the hand and the mouth and the brain cells during the time of the mitzvah are as close to the Ratzon Elion and as expressive of the Ratzon Elion as a chariot is to a rider. So a chariot to a rider is not the same as body to soul. Because body to soul are two things that cannot be fused. If they're separated, they're each non-existent. A chariot and a rider can be fused. You can park your car, go in the house, and you still exist, and the car still exists. Neither of you self-destructed. You're just not currently driving it. So a chariot to a rider expresses two things that are two separate entities, separate enough that they could exist without each other, but for functionality, when the two come together, the car expresses your will. The chariot goes where the rider directs it. So therefore, my neshama and her koichos and the mitzvah itself are much more close to the Ratzon Elyon than my lips or my hand or my brain cells. Because they're as close as the body to a soul. But my body parts are pretty close. Because they're as close to the Ratzon Elyon, as nullified to the Ratzon Elyon, and as expressive of the Ratzon Elyon as the chariot is to the rider. Meaning, meaning no independent will. The will of the hand at that moment is the will of Hashem. That was yesterday's Tanya and today's Tanya. Any questions, please, please unmute yourself, star six. Okay. I hope this went through today. And Gusvach. Emir Hashem, tomorrow... Can you still hear me? Can someone unmute and say they hear me? Sometimes I wonder. Yes, we hear you. Okay, thank you. Um, tomorrow I am going to be, as was mentioned before, in Fort Lauderdale, if Florida, if anyone would is in the area and would enjoy hearing a speech from me in Hebrew, <laughs> contact me, I'll tell you the details. But because of that, I will be taping the shear earlier. I will not give it at this time. It won't be live but it will be taped, and for those people that get it on their WhatsApp or listen to the tape, it will be exactly the same. And for people live, I'm sorry, but tomorrow won't be live. All right, good vach, and we should take kayach tomorrow night already. The Rebbe Zanachai Mushka's energy is going to be shining in the world in a very, very, very special way, greater than it's ever been before. And as, as women, as women connected to her, as, as we, we should utilize it. And in we will.